I don't know about you, but the holidays are always a time of year during which I get restless and frustrated about my house and how organized it is not. (laughs) I want to just take a month off to get organized. I think to myself, then I would feel like I can really stay caught up and on top of things and manage my time better at work and at home. I am by nature a fairly organized thinker and doer, but why does it seem like it is never a one and done when it comes to staying organized and managing our time? To be honest, I often blame it on everyone else. I have really messy boys, and my husband and I work too much, really, so I don't have time to get and stay organized. Sound familiar? Well, The more I really look at the root of my restlessness and frustration, it isn't really about the organization. It is more about the clutter that I haven't purged from my home. It's just too much stuff to get and keep organized. And that's not just true of our homes either. In fact, sometimes our homes are a reflection of our hearts or at least a metaphor Too often we're just trying to balance and organize too much stuff in our minds, hearts, and homes. We might get it together and get organized for a bit, but it quickly reverts into chaos and disorder. Today I want to talk to you about what we need to do to really get to the root of our problem around time management and work-life balance. Now don't forget to get your written reviews submitted for the show and post it in the Facebook community before November is over so that you can be entered into the Gracefield Leader birthday prize drawing. And if you aren't a part of the Facebook community already, I encourage you to find the link in the show notes and join us. It is a wonderfully supportive group of faith-led women. Now on to today's episode. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really feel good enough no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, certified Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. My life changed when I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you time management, self-care routines, and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to become fueled by grace and free from people-pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. So much of what comes out in my coaching sessions with high-achieving professional women 
when they want to figure out how to better manage their time is that they're starting at the end result instead of the core problem. And I can say this because I have lived it. We think that our issue is time management, but the reality is that the key to conquering time management is rooted in a deeper heart issue. I'm going to use myself as a case study as I don't want to assume I know anyone else's truth, but I do see pretty similar tendencies in many women that I coach and observe. Those who operate from a peaceful and centered place function very differently than those who seem to function in a high-stress and chaotic situation and never get to the bottom of their to-do list. For me, it takes daily hard work to get to and stay in a centered and peaceful place. My nature and my program is is my programming is to jump into a never-ending to-do list. So let's start with the basic analogy first of our homes. I'll come back and connect the dots to our hearts and minds after a bit. Think about your home or maybe just a room in your home. You have visions of it being very tidy and organized so that your regular cleaning is limited to basic maintenance. That would save you so much time and you feel like you could keep up if you just had things organized a bit better from the start. But organized isn't the starting place, is it? Before you can even begin to organize, which is the thing that will eventually lead to the maintenance and management, what do you have to do? Well, first, you have to declutter the space. You have to sort the stuff before you can assign it a home. And the space available to assign a home to all the stuff is far less than the stuff you need to sort. So you have to first purge. You have to go get rid of what doesn't need to be there. You have to leave yourself with only the amount of stuff that you can find a home for, right? In order to do that, you have to look at every item and see if it is worth keeping. You have to ask yourself, is this item essential to my daily living or working? Do I ever really even use it? Does it bring me joy? In other words, does it contribute to me being able to delight in my space? If I am keeping it just because it is associated to a memory of my past that is meaningful. Do I really need to keep the thing in order to hold on to the memory? Most often, unless it is a photo or a written journal entry, the object is not required to keep a memory. Perhaps you could make a journal entry to record the memory and the meaning and then discard the object. Another question you might need to ask is if an item is necessary for meeting your goals, whether that is for your home, your life, or your work. If you cannot remember the last time you used or looked at something, if it is not legally necessary to keep the item, if it does not bring you joy or delight in your space, 
If it is not necessary to helping you achieve your goals, you need to think about donating or discarding the item. Once you have purged your space of all the unnecessary items, only then can you begin to bring order to the space. You will be left with the things you need or the things that bring you joy. Find a home for those items that makes sense for where you'll be able to find it when you need it. Once you've decluttered and assigned a home for your things, then you just have to maintain the order. It becomes far easier because you have less to deal with. And then, if you're going to bring something new into the space, consider getting rid of something you no longer need. This allows you to resist the tendency to return to a state of clutter and disorder. Now let's think about how this applies to our calendars and ultimately our hearts. Let's say you're starting with a calendar or a to-do list that is just too full. It is impossible to get everything done and still have time to breathe and enjoy life. Well, let's apply the same process we did with the room in your home. To truly get to a place of order, you have to sort your tasks and your appointments. You have to purge or get rid of the things that don't need to be on the list. You could apply similar questions to items on your to-do list or calendar like you did in your home. Is the commitment something that is necessary for your daily functioning in life or at work? Does it bring you joy or fulfillment? Does it align with your goals and the work that you feel God calling you to? Or are you just doing it out of obligation, guilt, or just because you always have? Is it actually something that has to be done by you? Or could it be done by someone else? Does it contribute to your well-being and your sense of purpose? Is it just plain something you have to do to keep your work your house, or your business moving forward? Is it a necessary use of your time? And is it important to you? Anything that is not necessary or contributing to moving you closer to your goals should be seriously looked at. Much like the donate versus discard in your home, Is it something that can be delegated or even deleted from your schedule or your to-do list? Once you have purged the unnecessary from your your schedule and your to-do list, you can actually begin to assign things a home or a time to do them. You can be intentional and organized about your time management. Now let's apply this process or this analogy to our hearts. And truly, this is the place we need to start, not the place we need to end. If we start with our hearts, then we can more easily apply this to our homes and our schedules. Most of us deeply long for a sense of peace and purpose in our lives. We want to experience joy and calm, but we've developed patterns of being that don't contribute to that goal. We are high achievers, people pleasers, approval seekers. 
because our hearts have too long told us that we have to do in order to be of value, we have cluttered our minds and our hearts with a bunch of lies. We clutter our minds with concerns about what others think of us, perseveration on the past, or fear about the future. In an effort to treat ourselves and fill our void, we often add more and more to our list of responsibilities so that we can look successful and worthy or so that we can be needed by others. And instead of filling us up and giving us peace, this ultimately burns us out and pulls us further away from a joyful and peaceful existence. We think that we just don't have time to find rest, peace, or joy. If we could just find more time in the day or better manage our time, then we could be happy. Well, guess what? Much like our home and our schedule, before we can have a peaceful, joyful, ordered heart, we have to sort out the truth from the lies, and we have to purge what doesn't belong. We have to get those insecurities and inequities out on the table and surrender them to the Lord. We need to seek Him and relationship with Him so that He can declutter our hearts and minds, clean out the junk, and replace it with only that which belongs. We need to begin to fill our hearts with the truth of His love, His presence, and His fidelity or His faithfulness. No thing in this world will ever fill the void that is meant to be filled by the Lord through His Holy Spirit. He is the author of order. He is the giver of peace, and He is our source of joy. He is the answer to our time management problems. Getting our hearts in order is the starting place for getting our schedules and our homes in order. Here's why. A deep understanding of who you are in Christ and a growing ability to discern His will for your life is the key to determining what needs to stay and what needs to go. Sometimes that means things, sometimes it means tasks, and sometimes it can even mean people. Fill or surround yourself with what is good and honorable and true. And it is not a one and done with God. It requires daily commitment, daily maintenance, just like our schedules and our homes. So, there you have it, friends. And I'm telling this to myself. I feel like I'm still working on square one and shining a light on square two and three. If you want more order in your schedule and in your home, I challenge you that you have to first start with your heart. Seek the Lord and let Him fill you with His love, His presence, and His amazing grace. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. 
nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.